the thirst is real. Hi guys, it's Daniel. Welcome to another episode of Thirst. I am here with Polly Calafiori. I fucked that up already. Right. <laughs> it's okay. People call Calafiori. Calafiori. Have yes. you heard Polly Cauliflower? I've heard everything. Okay. Growing up at the wrestling tournaments where like people have like the muffled voices right. uh, <laughs> saying it over the thing, I've like heard Paul Califone, Califorte, all these things. So yeah. Okay. So and it's not bad. Right. And you're currently on the Challenge World of Wars. Heading into the finale part two, you've made it to the finale, so congrats. Thank you. Appreciate how do, it. How do you feel being one of the finalists? It's always good to make it to the end of a competition show. I mean, you put a lot of work into it beforehand, you put a lot of work into it while you're there, whether it's uh, physically, uh, emotionally, uh, mentally, playing a political game, playing a right. social game. Uh, however you get to the end is how you get to the end, and, and that's my main goal every time I go on the show. So whatever the format is, I don't care what cards I'm dealt, I'm gonna try and figure it out and make it to the end. Right, and isn't it kind of just a mind fuck because you're essentially, this is all pre-recorded. You've like dealt with the emotions, you've gone through it, and then you have to like watch it back. Is that like, cause Big Brother, you essentially live through live, right? And it's being feedback. What is it, feedback? Yeah, you're, you're getting, getting live feedback. feedback. Yeah. Right, but the challenge, it's almost like hyper edited, you filmed it, when did you film this? Uh, this filmed like May to July. That's crazy, and now you're dealing with it Yeah, all. and it's, you know, I think that's the main part. It's not so much watching it, because when I watch the show, I, I find it entertaining. Okay. Like, I like watching it. Yeah. Um, I hold no animosity towards the people on it. Like, I watch it like a show. So the characters right. who are on the show, I laugh. Like, when people are talking smack about me, I'm like, oh, it's funny. Right, yeah. That was a good joke. Um, and I think what happens is a lot of my castmates, they get caught up in the fact that they're reliving it. And if the outcome wasn't positive for them, they're very, they're very bitter. And right. I think the people watching it, they don't realize like in real time, like this happened months ago. Right. Yeah. So like the only thing I could compare it to, because I'm not going to go into how this one ends is like War of the Worlds one. It's like, I know how I lost yeah. in War of the Worlds 1. And then three months later, I had to relive it yeah. only to have people essentially cheering that I like could have broke my neck. And like, it's being like, I hope this humbles you. And it's like, you have no idea how humbling of an experience it <laughs> yeah. is when you're that close to a million dollars and you lose right then and there. And then you gotta go through three months of watching the season knowing how it ends for you yeah. and and dealing with everybody's opinion in real time after you've already lived and witnessed like what's gone on. Right, so let's dive into that because basically, I mean, you're being labeled one of the biggest reality TV villains of all time, which is a, at least a good title to yeah, have, right? I'd say, that's a, I'd say that's a compliment. Right, exactly, they, because these shows can't thrive without a villain. It, it's like every good story, every good TV show, every good movie, there's a protagonist and there's an antagonist. I... I, I guess at this point I'm priding myself on being the ultimate villain. Right. I think it's the hardest for people who know me uh, when they see me on TV. Like it's so I, I just went and visited my high school oh, while I was home, <laughs> and I ran in a bunch of my teachers, and they all started crying, 
and yeah. you know like happiness like yeah, you know yeah, because yeah. like because of how they n know me yeah and how they knew me and the, and who i was like when i was in high school and and what i've become and everything and they're like it's so hard to watch because you know we watch it and we're like that's not him right yeah. like this isn't this isn't the poly we know and everything so it's it's good to have that kind of groundedness with uh people from home and people who know you yeah um and i've been saying it like if you go back and I know it's hard for people to want to go back and have to see that I've been saying the same thing for four years now. Yeah. Ever since I got out of Big Brother and I did my first interviews in that backyard where people are like, you're the biggest piece of shit in the world. Right. And I was like, I was like, you guys don't understand. Like, there's real life and then there's the game. Like, yeah. I separate the game from real life. And I've said it every single show I've ever been on is I separate real life from the game. I'm a savage in the game. Yep. I don't care if I'm liked. But outside of the game, I can shake somebody's hand if they beat me. I can praise them if they're if they're good, even if they're my enemy. Right. Um, I don't know. That's just what I pride myself on. Uh, so, but like, okay, so you get like people aren't necessarily the nicest on social media, right? And you're sitting there and you're reading this. How do you kind of have this like tough exterior to even want to like go back? Like they're like, hey, we're doing World of the Worlds too, and you're like, sure, sign me up. Like, <laughs> how do you like? You know what I mean? For me, I think a lot of it comes from growing up as an athlete. So as an athlete, you grow up and you're always going to have an away game that you lose. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? You you're, love the competition. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Like you're always going to have a championship that you lose. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, it's the same reason why athletes go back every season. I mean, they're, they're held to a high pedestal. You know, yeah. they get criticized when they lose. They get criticized off of every little mistake. Imagine being... Imagine being the team that loses in the Super Bowl. Right. Right? And then they got to watch back. Like, because there's nothing to talk about on ESPN, yeah. you know, for, in terms of football. Like, so they just literally replay over and over again, like, the team that won and the team that lost. Imagine being the team that loses and you have to watch yeah. for, like, eight months. No, sorry, six months before the next preseason starts. Like, it's almost like you get excited to go back in order to rewrite your 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 right. your past season because you're only as good as your last season so if a season ends and you losing and you you almost want to get back right away right. so that you can erase what happened right, you know right, right. make up for it yeah so it doesn't really like it doesn't affect you all the like you're just like it's water off a duck's back yeah i mean you know there's some days where i'm where i'll look at it and i'll be like man today's a today's a heavy day yeah for the most part it's it's really not that heavy like you know, it went from being blind hate to just kind of being like where I know people are rooting against me because they just want to see me lose. Like I've ran into so many people on the streets where they're like, dude, I love you, but I root for you to lose because you're just so fun to root against. Right. Like I just yeah, want yeah, you yeah. to lose. You know, and then there's the people who are like, I love you. I want you to win. So, you know, I, I try to focus on the positive and focus on the people who matter. Yeah. You know, and like... If that's the case, like, what is it, the opinions of people who don't matter? It's like, yeah, it doesn't really matter. You know, the opinions of my castmates, those are my competitors. I right. You know? Do you keep in touch with any of them? Like, I know you went in with Josh Martinez, right? Mm -hmm. And then things kind of just kind of crumbled there a little bit. But are you guys friends now? Um, We are not. We're not. Okay. <laughs> but War of the Worlds 3, we can hopefully remedy this. Uh, No. No, we, we can't. Um... So I'm I'm actually gonna I'm taking a break from War of the Worlds three. Uh, there's a lot I can't really talk about it. A lot yeah. of stuff went on, but you know 
it's it's a blessing in disguise because now I'm getting my body right, my mind right. I mean, this is essentially I've made it to the end three times in a row. Right, that's an accomplishment regardless, win or lose. That's the goal. It's an accomplishment for sure. But what people don't realize is when you're away filming for three months and then you only get two months to recover and then you film for three months and yeah, then you geez. get two months to recover. I'm not 25 anymore. Yeah. Like my body needs, I'm almost like bougie in the sense where like I need the, the best rehab and the right. best training, you know, in order to do this. So it's a blessing in disguise where it's like now I'm getting my body in the kind of shape it needs to be in to, you know, to, to be the, in the best shape I've ever been in. Yeah. And now you said you're not drinking. So yeah. what was that call? Is it a call to sobriety all and through? Like no puff of a joint, nothing? It's been uh, it's been like three years now. Three years? This is an accomplishment. Yeah, it's been three years. And now like, I, I'm not like a crazy stickler. Okay. It's like every now and then I'll have a glass of wine. Fair. Okay. But that's like if I'm sitting down on my couch having a glass of wine to go to bed. Like I'm, right. I'm not having more than one glass of wine. And if I am having a glass of wine, it's like maybe once every three months gotcha you're not like um, blacking out at the gym yeah you know no drugs um lots of sex though that's so not drug. not full sobriety <laughs> i guess that's my drug um uh, speaking yeah. of which there's apparently a girl a different girl in every city yeah you know i mean i, <laughs> I at this point it's like I, I get so much credit for uh for having sex with a different girl in every city that i pop up in um, you know, I mean, geez, like call me the Gene Simmons of, uh, of the MTV world. You know, I mean, I don't know. Like I, it's, I, do you feel like fans are just hunting for a reason to kind of like, kind of say like, Oh, blank was in the city. He's in the city. They're obviously fucking. <laughs> it's either that, or it's like, they want to, it's, I think we live in a culture where everybody wants to be the first ones to break the news I see what you're that saying. nobody yeah. knows something. So like. They're all like in their own way, like they're the little FBI agents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know whether everybody wants to admit it or not. All right, everybody has fun uh, talking about me or trashing me because it's the most engagement you're ever gonna get on your page. Right. Like okay, it, I, I, I find it so funny. Like that. Like th there's people who like are just people who watch the show, but they'll get thousands of likes. You know, hundreds of retweets just because they made a funny pun about me. And it's almost like, you know, it's almost like, I don't even think they mean half the stuff that they say. Right. I think that they just say it because it's funny and they're gonna get engagement off of it. And the same thing with my castmates. You know, you look at their pages, it's almost sad in a sense where like they promote their own things, no engagement. They try and promote their own shows that they're on. They try and promote new things that they're doing, <laughs> no engagement, trash me, right. boom. Spiked engagement, and then they'll you know promote their stuff again while they're while it's still hot. Right, it's right an and easy off the, hit almost. Yeah, so I you know I kind of find it it's funny now. Like I, I used to get really mad about it because you know I'm like man I met you guys like right. you know I thought we were cool but now I just laugh at it because uh, you know I think uh, I think uh, I saw an NFL player he he tweeted this he said some ask your haters. Uh, this, you know, try being successful without mentioning my name, right. you know, see if you can be. Yeah. So now like taking that mindset, like I find it funny. It's like a game, yeah, you know, yeah. I work on my own success outside of the show, on the show. 
and I just focus on me. And I feel like that's what successful people do, is they focus on themselves. Right. Because when you're focusing on other people, are you really focusing on your own success? Yeah. So you, you said you're taking a break, you're recovering your body. Mm -hmm. What is like, what's currently making you tick? Like you're obviously working out, you look great. Thank you're, you, I appreciate that. You're called to, not sobriety, but you know what I mean, you're taking care of your health. What is it that you're waking up and excited to do now? Um, honestly, um, I would love to talk about it, but unfortunately the same people that like to get excitement off of that, I can't release exactly what I'm doing because okay, they cool. will try and downplay it. They will try and, um, you know, intimidate things. Uh, just know that negativity. I am, it's, it's not the net. Yeah. It's not the negativity. It's just me. Like until specific contracts are signed. Fair. Okay. I'm, I'm going, that. I'm going to announce everything in 2020. Okay. So for right now it's too soon. So uh, for right now, as, as far as everybody's concerned, the only money I'm making is off of my OnlyFans. But do you actually uh, have an OnlyFans? I do. No, you don't. I do. Like your penis we, is out on. We OnlyFans. talked about this on Bravo with Andy. Andy and I had a conversation about this on Bravo. Has Andy seen your penis? Oh, oh. Okay. I plead the fifth. I don't know. Wait, I don't know. Back up. You said that you. Have I don't an know OnlyFans. if he's a subscriber or not, but. Wait, are you, I don't know if you're fucking with me or not I, right now. I, I'm not fucking with you. I have an OnlyFans. Um, and your, your like erect penis is like on there? Now, hold on a second. We're not, we're not just fully putting it out there, what's on there. We got to tease everybody what's actually on there. But, you know, every now and then people get a little taste of the goods or, you know, maybe they just are get a like, little tease of it. Are you like fucking broads on OnlyFans? No, I'm not fucking broads on OnlyFans. Okay, okay. That's like porno. Okay. I can well, get yeah, in but, trouble for that. But isn't OnlyFans like, like porn? See, that's the common misconception about OnlyFans is everybody thinks OnlyFans and they immediately think, oh, he's masturbating all the time in every right. video. That's what I thought. It's not it. I, you know, I'm trying to take a little bit of an artistic approach where it's like okay. I'm teasing, you know, you're going to see the shape of everything over the underwear. Every now and then you're going to see me with nothing on, you know, okay. I might be showering, but you never know. That's the exciting part of it, you know? Right. And then, you know, currently running a holiday special, okay. you know, where people can get some private, <laughs> private videos. But, um, you know, the- So wait, you said holiday special, <laughs> private videos. Back the fuck up. So I could just say, hit up your OnlyFans. I would like a holiday special to greet me on Christmas morning. So the way I ran it is uh, November I picked twenty people. Okay. Um, you know it's it's a thousand dollars a video. A people shut. Thousand dollars a video. This is insanity. They're paying a thousand dollars. You pick twenty individuals. I picked twenty individuals for November. Those videos already got sent out. Everybody had to sign an NDA so that those videos can't end up on the internet or places where okay, people didn't smart. pay for You're them. like a little businessman over here. December's winners are about to be announced. I was actually oh, going to drop a photo. Well, you know, you inquire. Right, right, right. You know, and, and obviously I, I don't just sit there and just take every request. In, in right. Request, you know, I got to, you know, keep Can it I, a little bit. So there's, right now there's, uh, there's like over a hundred requests and unfortunately only 20 go out in December and only 20 yeah. go out in January. So only 60 people total are going to get it. I may extend it to February for like a Valentine's Day special, right, but yeah. you know, I mean, I like they're, they're loyal fans, you know, and and I appreciate them showing me support and showing me love. They're subscribed every month. Um, this is one one like all bullshit aside. 
congrats. That's great that you've kind of mastered a business model, right? You this know, is great. I, I mean, I might give you a thousand bucks right now. Put me in for February. <laughs> what the fuck? Give me a thousand dollars right now. I'll put it on the table. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and take a message from our sponsors right now. Say hello to Hey You. Hey. Get over 250 of the reality shows you love. Oh my God. All in one place. Get new episodes the same day they air on TV. It's reality. 100%. More than 7,000 episodes ad-free. Amazing. Over the top and fabulous. Hot. Hey You, anytime, anywhere. Is Hey You. Head to heyyou.ca or download the app to start your one month free. But wow, so that's crazy. So what is, is it challenge fans or big brother fans, a bit of both? You know, I actually think that in this case, what I've seen is there's a little bit of challenge fans. Okay. There's a little bit of big brother fans, but I've gotten a lot of, you know, just only fans fans, you know, right. so people who like only fans who maybe have seen things get leaked or right. Googled certain images of me that, you know, exes of mine have leaked. Um, on the internet and they're like, oh, I wonder if, if I could see that, you know? I'm not gonna lie, there's definitely some married women also in there. Right, of course, uh, gay men, you of know? course. Well, yeah, there's married men, married women in right. there. There's straight men, there's straight women. I mean, I think it's, uh, I think I'm, yeah, I'm, I try to make it fun. So it's like, when I'm there and I'm, you know, teasing with a video yeah. or a picture, if it is a private video, like I want, something that like if you are a couple and you might be into some like kinky stuff right okay. like you might be able to watch it together and get off on each other you know what i mean like i'm trying crazy. to make it sexy like it's not sexy to just be like here's a dick i'm right. jerking it off really hard yeah, yeah, yeah. here's a cum shot like that's not sexy right so you're almost you're almost like it's like erotic in a way. Yeah, I make it so erotic. Like, like yeah. I want it to be erotic. Like I want you to go on like a journey. Yeah. Like when you come to the OnlyFans. So like every post, it's like, is this gonna be the one? I, I wanna make sure that I'm staying, you know, like, because like, <laughs> you never know when you're gonna, when I'm gonna throw it up on my Instagram story and be like, swipe up and then you swipe up and that's the one. Right. And oh that's the God. one that you've been waiting for. I'm um, going to be swiping up all the time <laughs> now, all I know. Um, well, that's really interesting that you've been able to almost capture an, another audience. You're just branding all around. Um, yeah, I mean, like, in, in my opinion, in order to be successful in anything, you have to have multiple streams of income, Fair. right? right. So when I'm blessed to be on the challenge, you know, I love how MTV and Buna Murray takes care of me. Um, if you win, that's icing on the cake. But yeah. I have bigger goals and bigger visions. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And in order to do that, you have to be able to live freely. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I wouldn't have been able to accomplish what I've been able to accomplish in the past three months on the things that I can't talk about. Right, right, right. If I didn't have freedom to do so. Fair. So, um, so question about these rumblings. There's rumblings that there's Big Brother All Stars coming. Oh. One, would you do it? Are there? Right, because it's different than the challenge. The challenge, Very I feel different. like you're fucking getting buried alive and running oh. and jumping and breaking necks. Like, would you do Big Brother again? Would you do All-Stars? Um, I've always said that if it was an All-Star season, um, I would do it. I would consider it. Right. Um, is the Big Brother world really ready to have me back in that house? Is the question. You know, like, 
I, I feel like a lot of my gameplay was overlooked by my villain, you know, aspect right. of me. The same yeah. way in the challenge, like, you know, I'm not saying everybody, but a lot of people try and overlook my gameplay because of the villain aspect. Yeah. Um, are people willing to take a step back and look at me through a clear lens and say, you know what? I think he's a likable villain. Right. He's you got know, some like, game to him, strategy You know, to it's him. like when you watch The Dark Knight. Right, the Joker is clearly a maniac. Right, right. like you're not going to sit there and be like, yeah, I think it's awesome that he murders all these people. Right, but like the character was so well, right, like Heath Ledger just like brought it that like right. you're sitting there being like, man, I, I don't want the Joker to get caught. I want him to beat Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of villain that I want to be. Where it's like you want to root for me to win yeah. at some point. You know, like yeah, you can hate me for now. Like and and love it every time I lose. Right. Um, you know, but eventually it's like, you gotta sit there and be like, you know, like. He won the veto, he won the HOH, let's give him credit. Yeah, you know, and I, I would love to go back into that house only because I've learned so much from that season and from the past three seasons of the challenge that I think I would be a completely different game player than I was. Who from your season do you think actually has a shot to be on the All-Stars or who would you like to see? Hmm, I don't know, man. I mean, that's tough. You're like, no one. I mean, <laughs> like, who do you I'd think? say, so, because you gotta be, gotta be Davon. Okay, right. right? Mama pick. Day, TV Gold. Right. You know, like, I'd love to, I'd love to see her back. But then it's like, are they gonna bring people, like, if, if Davon's on, they really can't bring me on because that's almost an automatic alliance right there. Right, but that's, that you would know, be interesting to watch. If they bring me on, they can't bring her on because that's an automatic alliance. Now you can bring two people who were against each other on. So like yeah. if Paul went on and I went on, we're not working together right. because <laughs> we don't like each other. Uh, you know, if, uh, if Davon and maybe Nicole were on together, yeah, they won't work together. They, they were against each other. Um, so it would be interesting. Who from like your game, because when you're in the game, you see different perspectives, right? Than what's kind of released to the television. But who do you think from your season played a good game, didn't get the credit, and should actually, you know, get a shot again? From your inside playing with them. Hmm. I know this was like forever ago. I'm just like, if there's rumblings of Big Brother All-Stars. Who played a good game and didn't get the credit for the game they played. Um, Do you even remember any of them? Honestly, I, I'm torn between. Uh, I'm torn between. Obviously, I, like I would love to say like my boy Corey. Right. You know, but I, you know, that's me being biased. But he really did. He played a great game. Yeah, he came. Forward, they, right? they, yeah, they played him out to be like dumb. Right. But those were strategically <laughs> dumb moves. Right. Like it he, was an act. he knew what he was doing. It was yeah. Okay. I um, see that. Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany Russo. Tiffany right, Russo. Yeah. Um, you know, I think if she, like, she was very on point with everything. And, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I know she's pregnant right now, but I think Zakia would be a good. Zakia's pregnant. I she is pregnant, but I think she had a good sense of the social aspect of the game. Fair. Okay. And we'll say, um, she didn't get enough credit, I will say. Yeah, she didn't. Uh, you know, and had I listened to her a little more uh, from the social aspect, yeah, um, she was warning me about certain players, and if I listened, I would have seen the backstab coming. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I didn't see the backstab coming. Yeah. Um, 
So I think she would do well if she got another shot. Um, what if we flipped it? Who do you want to see from Big Brother do the challenge next? Anybody? Well, I mean, if I'm being honest, uh, anybody who has ever tweeted something negatively at me from Big Brother, whether it's Big Brother Canada, whether it's Big Brother USA, Temptation Island, people, people tweet at me from every single network, Bachelor, Bachelorette, right. because I'm that guy now that if you want to get on the challenge, you're going to trash me oh, to I get see attention. Oh, I what you're saying, to get on the show. Yeah, you're going to trash me so that people get attention to your tweets so that you can now start talking about the challenge. Oh, so now it's... Um, so anybody that's tweeted something negatively about me, I'd love to have them walk on to the challenge um, so that I could torture them. Right, would you do it with Cody? I'd love to do it with Cody. I'd would love he to do, do it? With I'm surprised that they haven't like done like a... So Cody was supposed to be on War of the Worlds 1. Okay. Um, he ended up uh, filming a TV show, so okay. he had to turn it down. But if they ever did a Bloodlines... Cody would be on. Right, that's, I would love to see you two play yeah, together. I, I think, think it would be, be awesome. awesome. Right. It would be so awesome. Do you think they're ever going to tap into the Big Brother Canada world? Like, it's interesting to me that they've done War of the Worlds, right? Right. And there's, there's a cast of fucking hotties and savages from Big Brother Canada. I'm not just saying, like, me and Liza from fucking BB Cam 1, but I'm saying, like, even from recent years, there's some really strong, athletic, mental mentally capable players that I think could keep up. Yeah, I mean, here's the dangerous thing about Big Brother players, and I think the challenge world is starting to realize this, is we are mentally stronger. Right. And to a certain extent, more, I don't want to say intelligent, but more adaptable to the mental uh, challenges. Fair. So puzzles, uh, anything that has to do with memorization, memory, all that stuff, because right, yeah. that's, all Big Brother, you know, yeah. Big Brother doesn't have physical physical comps, right? Right. So the perfect transition is a, is a is a Big Brother player that is also can also do athletic things and, yep. and be agile, you know, because we understand the social game and the strategy and all that stuff. Um, I don't know why they never tapped into Big Brother Canada because they could. I think it, now that CBS is merged with Viacom, right. I think that you're going to start to see a lot of different crossovers yeah, and things just popping up from left field. Yeah, and but you're really gonna have to earn your, earn your keep, right? You know. So, do you think that you could go on the challenge and not be like an athletic beast? Like, you think you, there's a high level of athleticism? Now, yes. Okay. With the new wave of people that have come in, so like people like myself, uh, Theo, Turbo, um, on the girl side, you got people like Georgia. Uh, Jenny, D, um, trying to see if I'm from getting anybody. And then even like New Wave, you got people like Cam, Ninja. Um, on the guy side, you got Jordan, uh, Tori. Like these are really good competitors. And even if you want to dial to like the wave after that, you got like a Hunter, Corey, Nelson. Um, okay. That, you know, these are some solid competitors. Yeah. You know, when you go to the OG OGs, there's very few of them that still. Right. Keep up. Is CT considered an OG? CT's like OG of the OGs. Right, because one of my one of our listeners wants to know how bad does he really smell? Is that like a thing? I don't know. I, I got that question. I was I, like, sure, I'll ask it. I've never I've never noticed that he smells. <laughs> you know, like I mean, anybody's gonna smell if they work out and are sweating. Right. You know, and then if you hang your sweaty clothes out to dry, they're gonna smell. You know, they're gonna smell. But I've never noticed a, a stench coming from CT. Right. That's the strangest thing in the world. Is that like, I don't know, is that a thing? I am guessing. So I don't weird. know, maybe that's just a personal question. I don't know. Um,
Okay, besides Kara, what female would you love to do a final run with? Uh, <sighs> I mean, it's gonna be controversial because her and I aren't uh, allies. Okay. But I would run a final with uh, Georgia. Okay, and why? Um, her and I, we were partnered on one uh, challenge on War of the Worlds 1, and we absolutely dominated it. Um, and I think that we would be a good balance for uh, one another. She can run for okay. days, um, you know, and like if she maybe isn't good at puzzles, I can pick up the puzzle slack. Gotcha, okay. Um, and, you know, cross off the check marks of anything physical when it comes to swimming, uh, running and all that yeah, stuff. you gotta do all All of it. You're like an Olympian on these shows. Yeah, triathlete, right. yeah, but she, uh, she would be an all-around solid competitor, and I think where I would be able to help her out is I'd be able to help pace her, um, you know, after both of us at this point learning what heat stroke in a final feels like. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, is it really that being able like, to piece, uh, pace each other out. Right. Is it? Is it like obviously the heat's fucking unbearable? Is there also this like mental emotional capacity that just kind of heightens it to get that heat stroke, or is it just really the conditions? Are just no, not really. I mean, it heat stroke has to be the perfect storm of something. Right. right? That's what it. Yeah. Like you, you could be in the best shape out yeah. of anybody there, and the perfect storm can get you. You could just be just a little bit more dehydrated that day. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't eat the right amount of food that week, and then boom, that heat comes, you put yourself under stress to a certain point, and heat stroke hits you. Heat stroke is your body temperature going above 104 degrees. Right, so like, crazy. you could die. Yeah. <laughs> and that's not like, I, like I can joke about it now, because thankfully Georgia and myself, we are alive. You came on the other side but of it, yeah. Um, you know, it's scary in the moment because you lose all sense of yourself, right. your vision, Ugh. your thoughts. You you want to talk, but you can't talk. So like, even if I wanted to ask for help, I can't mouth the words. That's crazy you know what I mean? Me. Fuck. This is nuts. This freaking show. So okay, so thirty five is rumored to have just finished filming or is filming whatever. What do you think the next wave thirty five plus? we're gonna see from the challenge. So like after season 35 right, yeah. airs? Right. What do you think the next one? I mean, if I was a, a betting man, uh, they just did a whole bunch of castings uh, at Spartan races. So, oh my God, what a great idea. So I think it may be another fresh meat style gotcha. season where vets are paired up with- A rookie rookies who have never been on the show before who haven't come from any other reality tv show they just cool. get right on there and then what piece of advice would you give one of these rookies um biggest piece of advice i could give any rookie is uh is you have to you have to come in you have to make your stamp like if you want to come in and you think your stamp is going to be making it to the end and that's going to be enough to get called back it's not Right. It's you need to you need to check off all the boxes. Yeah. You know, like I, my father always had a saying in sports where he's like, if you play afraid to lose, you're gonna lose, right? So if you uh, if you play afraid to get sent home, 
because you, you think making it far is what's going to get you a callback, you're most likely not going to get a callback. Right. You so need to come in. All. Well, you need to come in and you need to have people from both sides talking about you. So you need to have a group that loves you and you need to have a group that hates you. Interesting. You have to find the balance. So if you don't have people talking about you, you're not coming back. Crazy. So it is kind of like a, you really want to go in there and ruffle some feathers in a way. Yeah. Don't, don't like go against the grain, Yeah. you know, don't sit there and, and, uh, you know, be like, oh, you know, I just want to please everybody. I want to make everybody happy. It's yeah. boring. Nobody it wants boring. to see that. Yeah. It's like. It's boring. If somebody pisses you off, let them know. Right. One question we got is Jordan a top three challenger of all time? Who would be your top three challengers? Actually, let's dial that back. So, I mean, you have to give yourself a little bit credit, villain or not. You've made it to the finals three times. Yeah. Um, at this point in my challenge career, I can't consider myself a top, okay. uh, a top three challenger of all time. Um, I think that I've done a lot of good. In my first three seasons, um, uh, in terms of playing political games, winning yeah. winning daily challenges, making it to the end every time, um, the only thing that I need is uh, silverware. You know, multiple pieces of silverware, so like multiple wins. Um, so with that being said, um, you have to, have to, have to give credit to the challengers that were able to do it. Okay. And, and do it multiple times. Um, you know, in my opinion, you got Durrell. Okay. He won four in a row. Okay. Uh, back to back to back to back. That's nice. Um, you've got Jordan. Okay. Who has gone back to back, and if he wins this current season, would be back to back to back three times. Um, you know, and then you've got you've got like you've got the people who are like solid like just like they won a lot but they're also like scary dudes so like yeah. that's where you got like a ct yes you got like a Derek kaznitsky right you got uh there's this guy back in the day uh landon okay yes. right just an all-around monster athlete and then you know you got to give credit to uh him whether whether you like him or not um and you know and However you feel about him, I mean, Johnny's won six. So he's got the most titles. Right. He's got the most titles ever won. Um, and, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. And if he can pull off winning a seventh one, he almost puts himself in a category of being almost untouchable. Is he? But he's retired now? No. No, he's not. He's okay, not retired. So he Potentially be back for a future season. I don't know how you guys fucking do it. If I had to do half that shit, I would I would have heat stroke before it even started. <laughs> so fucking crazy. Um, but okay, I want to give you the opportunity, like, because I I, it's just crazy having met somebody, right? And then like I was doing my research before. Like, what's one thing you just want people to know about you, straight up? Open mic. What's one thing that I want people to know? About or like me? take away from this. You know what I mean? You're you're walking into a finale week. You don't have necessarily online, fuck these hater trolls or whatever, but they right. have very strong opinions. Um, you know, I mean, strong opinions. I don't mind strong opinions. Uh, one thing people don't know about me, I mean, I'm in my, in my real life, I'm an um, introvert. 
Really? So I like to I like to be alone. I like to be in you know like to myself. I like to be private. Yeah. Um, You're a homebody. I'm a homebody. It's unfortunate like when things get put out there. Uh, I try to like only let out a little bit of what uh, my life is actually like. Um, but yeah, you know I'm a homebody. I don't I don't like to. Like I love dancing, so I'll go out and dance nonstop. Okay. But like clubbing dancing, like yeah, any kind of dancing, clubbing dancing, or just like if I'm at a bar, music's on, you know. Yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. Open mic night, you know, <laughs> sing a little karaoke, dance to a little bit of Bruno Mars. Um, but yeah, I mean that's it. Like I, uh, you know, that, uh, that side of me never gets shown on TV because you know. You're in that situation. I'm, I'm the right? villain. It's, yeah. You know, so until until I am no longer portrayed as the villain is when people can see that right. side of me. And it's hard, but I also feel as though nobody's gonna want to gravitate to a homebody introvert on a show called The Challenge, if that makes sense. So right, and it's but like I look at it where it's like I, I started emceeing when I was 16 years old, and that taught me to. Uh, have the performance aspect of my personality like turning it on turning it on and then shutting it off and then like sports it was the same thing stepping onto the field turn on the performance aspect of my personality and then shut it off and go and be yeah. introverted same thing with the challenge it's like when i go on there beast mode i'm on right you know and then when i step off i'm like give me my privacy right you know well, I mean, thank you for doing this. This was great. It's nice to see you and catch up. Um, welcome to Toronto. I'm sure you're going to have a great night tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. Um, and I want to say good luck, but you already know how it's going to play out. But good luck yes. managing thank you. all the feedback. And I wish you endeavors. Wish you luck on your future endeavors. I'm going to find $1,000 to um, <laughs> tap into your OnlyFans. Tap into my OnlyFans private videos. Right. Look, the subscription's only $20 a month. Okay, I can maybe right. do that. $20 a month solid. Sweat you know. my car right now. <laughs> um, but where can people Insta-stock you? Where can they... You, oh, everything's through your Instagram that they can tap into your OnlyFans. Yeah, stuff. everything. You can tap into my... Everything, basically, on my Instagram. So my Instagram's at PaulCalafuri underscore, and then you just go to the link. It's my cool. link tree. It's got everything Link in there. Okay. It's got everything in there. Awesome. Uh, and if you're listening right now, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review, but only if you like me. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, make sure you're subscribed. And always remember... The thirst is real. Thirst is real, people. <laughs>